it helpful? I think yeah, it's pretty good. It is helpful, but every time she's like, she says, like, it's a what bit is crunchy? And actually, while we're on this topic, my yeah. neck, like, my chest is like crunchy. Is that bad? I think I, I brought have this. No idea. My shoulders are always crunchy, though. Like, she's like, actually, every time my mom and I listen to it, and she's like, like, it might be a little bit crunchy. Like, we always say, like, crunchy. <laughs> like, the way that she says it, I don't know. I get, like, really hung up on, like, the way that people say certain words. And I, like, and I feel bad because I'm, like, I'm not trying to, like, bully you or something. It's not, like, it's just, like, I, like, like the way that I, like, someone says something, yeah. I just really like it. And, like, it's stuck in my head. So every time she says that, we're, like, oh, crunchy. <laughs> And I'm always like, lady, my shoulders are not a little bit crunchy. They are a lot crunchy. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, every time I'm rolling my shoulders, it's just like two rocks, like, grinding together. <laughs> like, <laughs> more like boulders, it sounds like. I like, know, it's like going bouldering with my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> No, but every time she says that, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like my body winces and I'm kind of mm -hmm. like, let's not be crunchy today. But no. <laughs> but you know, like I kind of go like this. Mm -hmm. And then it just crunches. Oh, like, yeah. That just happened to me right now. <laughs> yeah. It feels wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, it did feel wrong. <laughs> no, is this, I looked it up and everyone is it like was the like, ribs? Oh, no, like literally, like the their sternum. I I know I like felt it here, but I'm like, what what can move there? It's it's one bone. Is it? No, no, that's what I'm saying. So I looked it up, and it said, <laughs> "Oh, don't worry, no, it should go away within a few weeks." I'm like, it's been months. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm worried. I told my mom, like, "Oh, we're just doing yoga and stretching." I'm like, I am. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying not to focus about it too much, but it's it just feels wrong <laughs> yeah i'm just clutching on to my stern. but yeah, yeah no i feel weird too <laughs> no i, I need to, i want to get checked out but you know obviously like we can't because of like covid yeah yeah oh that's a low priority though because i immediately want to get a haircut and go to the dentist <laughs> like clutching on to your sternum yeah it feels weird still Oh my god, this is such a weird start. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Are you gonna cut this out? <laughs> uh, no, I'll probably keep it. In. Why not? Okay, all right. <laughs> um, that's fine. Just a PSA on sternums. That if if your sternum is crunchy, then maybe you should do some googling. Oh my god, you know what I did this morning? So it was yeah. I got like tiniest bit of essence, mm -hmm. lotus essence in my eye as I was applying my skincare. And I mm -hmm. freak the fuck out because <laughs> no, but for good reason because around this time last year I accidentally got eardrops into my mm -hmm. eye. That was Ugh. horrible. It was fine in the end. Um, yeah. And I freaked out, and I looked it up. And it, it, it's like fine, like it wasn't red or anything. But I looked it up, and you would not believe like how many people accidentally put in toner. Oh. Someone was like, oh, yeah, I accidentally used my, I thought my toner was a bottle of contact solution. Ooh. And I saw the photos and I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm fine now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just sounds... like, how do you, 
Well, I can't judge. I mean, I accidentally put eardrops into my eye. Like that was. <laughs> Thank goodness I don't have contacts, so I don't have to worry about that. I'm all right. Oh, oh, remember when you got a sty and I was giving you all of this advice? Like, at the end, you were like, like, "Why is it lasting for like five months?" <laughs> Wait, did it actually last for five months? I don't know. It lasted for a really long time, though. It took like for forever. I think I started getting it around like November. Well, like it started getting like actually like kind of bad around like November, and then like I went to the uh, I went to the eye doctor in Japan, and he gave me some medicine, and I was like using it. But like every time I went to go check up with him, like he would just like stick his like oh he put like gloves on, but he just like stuck his hands like in my eye, and it was like. Um, all right, yeah, I'm sure that my eye will get better if you're like prodding at my eyeball and moving it around. Like, yeah, this definitely seems like good. <laughs> so, like, I hated going to the doctor because every time it was so painful, and it was just like, and afterwards, he didn't do anything to, like, I don't know, cleanse my eye or like uh, wash it out really. So, it was like, this doesn't really seem very, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. yeah, like hygienic. So it was just like, okay, all right. So yeah, I don't know. He did give me medicine and it kind of like went away for a little bit, but there was like yeah. a time when like after I went to the doctor, like my eye was just kind of like bleeding for a while. <gasps> and like oh, no. and I I thought he would give me like an eye patch or something, but nope. It was just like, okay, open air, eye bleeding everywhere. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> there was uh, time, like after class like my classmates invited me to like go eat with them and my eye was just like bleeding and I was like are you sure you want me to come eat with you guys like you see the state of my face like I just have like blood dripping out of my eye right now oh my god that- but I was but that kind of gave me a little bit of confidence because I felt like if they think that I'm cool enough that they want me to come eat with them even when I have like bloody tears dripping down my face then I suppose I must be a pretty amazing person <laughs> See, they aren't shallow. That was <laughs> yeah. the best that you needed to give them. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I think it was actually, like, a, an invitation to, like, meet up, like, at a different time. So it was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, let's meet up then. And I'll go home and, like, clean up my face now. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, man. Well, I just remember that you, like, I was rattling off, like, different bits and bobs and you're like I'll probably do neither of those <laughs> they were all so intense it was like no they were know. it was change your pillowcase I Put didn't do that that was like oh, the did? one thing that I oh, did do on like the list of everything that you told me <laughs> okay I used to get them so often and then I mean I don't I don't get them like now like knock on wood but I did I did read something about like um if you've never gotten them before because that was like like what your first second time right getting it yeah like I mean I I do get like um allergic reactions above my eyes sometimes but that's only that's happened like twice and but I think this was the first time that I got like an actual like eye infection so well because I I did say that if read that like if it's just like a sty because there's like viral and there's like all sorts of bits like um Mm -hmm your body has a harder time fighting it off because it's trying to get used to it so maybe that was it because you just never really mm, had it mm-hmm. but thank goodness it's gone now yeah thank goodness 
I remember you said you were like meeting up with like your you're going to some like your friend's important dinner or something you're meeting your friends um and you're like, I don't no. know we oh, wait no wait finish it oh no I just remember you were like no I I mean I'm not shallow but I wanted to look presentable at least and I have this <laughs> eye situation I was like I've been there <laughs> uh I think it was like well it was my my friend's like birthday party around that time so that was kind of like yay going to your birthday party with my eye all fucked up yeah that's great (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't like super bad at that time I don't know like it actually wasn't that like noticeable for most of the time it just was like my eye was kind of like puffy and like I don't know I couldn't wear eyeliner for a long time and that was kind of like Oh, oh, I remember what it was now. It was, I was meeting my friend's, um, my friend's fiance. And so like, oh, I was going to yeah. meet up with my friend and her fiance. And like, my, I was like, kind of starting to get a little bit better. And I was like, maybe I can wear eyeliner now, now that it's like, getting a little bit better. Yeah. So I put eyeliner on and that was a huge fucking mistake because it got so much worse after that. And I was like, oh, man, like, if only I hadn't been vain and tried to wear eyeliner that one day, like, it probably would have healed so much faster. But it was like, just because I wore eyeliner that one day, because I was trying to hide my stupid puffy eye thing so I could look good for meeting my my friend's fiance for the first time, like, then it just got so much worse. It was just like, (laughs) I know, it's just... I swear, it's like the days when you have nothing going on that your hair is like perfect and nothing's, you know, everything's mm-hmm. fine. And the day you're like, right, must look presentable. It's like, blah. Yeah, it's like, was it the stress that like made all my skin freak out? Like, maybe. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's like, that's what I was, we were talking about this last night. I mean, yesterday, but like mm-hmm. stress, like yeah. hormones, environmental changes, like, Ugh. that's how you know like our bodies are working skin's like and nope do you remember Serena yesterday was like I keep eating sugar and a new pimple comes through it's like what comes through like a party <laughs> oh my god oh my god <laughs> yeah I, but I, oh sorry yeah no no you finish oh no no it wasn't it really wasn't anything about oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say that yeah like that's because I've, I've had like skin problems with acne or whatever for like so long like ever since I was in like high school or whatever and that's the thing that always used to piss me off the most is people would always be like well like just do this and they'd like list one thing like they'd be like oh you just need to take like this vitamin or oh you just need to wash your face like this or oh it's because you're eating meat you just have to stop eating meat and it's like do you know how many factors go into skin (laughs) it's like you have to like wash it and keep it clean like there's could be like it could be your pillow that's like you know making that's dirty and making your face dirty it could be that you washed your face too hard it could be that you didn't wash your face hard enough it could be that you're using the wrong soap it could be that your ph balance is off you know like maybe you ate the wrong thing it could be stress it could be environmental and it's just like oh my god like I don't know there's so many different factors and I move around so much and I'm always constantly stressed so like all these things are just like uh, like I don't know it just it was so annoying because it would be like they just boil it down to like well just do this one thing and it's like you don't think I've tried all these different things throughout like the years 
and quite honestly, if it's like a choice between like sugar and my skin, I'm gonna pick sugar. <laughs> so it's like, well, that that is basically like not advice. Like I'm not gonna use that. Like, <laughs> like life is not worth living if I can't eat desserts. Like I would just rather have bad skin. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Because yeah, my um. Yeah, because I think this is the first time I, like, really... De- or may- maybe I did have, like, skin issues that I just never noticed because I was mm-hmm. so, like, go, go, go mode. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I... Yeah, I had this, like, interview thing earlier. Like, early... Like, in October. And that, like, my skin freaked the fuck out. It was, mm-hmm. like, red. Um, Not so much as pimply as just, like, very, like, red. And I, mm-hmm. I had to all like that. I realized, like, Wow. I didn't really like I don't know like if I can have bad hair but if I have bad skin like I just realized like like I didn't realize how much I depended on that for my self-confidence mm-hmm. that was really humbling. like oh okay and then <laughs> there's a hard lesson of literally what you just said like it's so complicated mm-hmm. like how are you supposed to and then I you know I was tr- trying to like buy like different skin products that's even more complicated it's like how are you mm-hmm. supposed to here i don't know i think i'm not gonna put on makeup going like when we go if we you know when we go back to work i, I think i'm just gonna do like tin- tinted sunscreen and mm-hmm. like i just don't want like aggravated i mean like i don't know i yeah. feel really in this whole skin thing it's so confusing and then it's like based on the certain type of skin you have you have to use like different products and then there's like the good oils and the bad oils so you need to like take the bad oils off your face and then put the good oils on your face and it's just like i don't i don't know what any of this means <laughs> well, then, i like, tried to but it's complicated yeah. yeah and then like you go to asia and like when i was in asia there's like all these other products that have different oh. names i'm like what the heck does this mean like it was like skin milk and like essence and whatever and I was like what I I understand these English words but I still don't understand what I'm supposed to do with this on my face <laughs> I know I know and um I'm just it, uh, so many thoughts on this but oh my god I'm getting confused because I have so many thoughts on this because <laughs> I, I used to think it was like very very simple somehow mm-hmm. I can't even relate to that but there's no, so when I like look up advice on like how to put on this for X skin, they don't mm-hmm. have advice for people who like lived in different like climates. Cause yeah, like you're saying, mm-hmm. like we've lived in different countries, you're gonna go back to living in another country. You know, mm-hmm. that, that does like play, and cause it's different tap water as well. And it does mm-hmm. play into it. Like, I feel like there aren't enough like articles about this. Uh, and then so, some people are like, oh yeah, you should like use bottled water for your skin because tap water is actually really bad it's like well i can't use tap water for my skin <laughs> you joking what am i supposed to do yeah it's like but, there's like you want to be careful about things but i feel like there's like a level of like where it's too troublesome that i'm not gonna do it even if it is good it's kind of like how like for most of my clothes i just wash them normally in the washing machine i don't like having delicates and i my my feeling is like well if i have something that needs to be washed like a delicate it be treated so like carefully that i don't want to own it like it's just too <laughs> stressful it's annoying <laughs> so it's like there's a level where i feel like yeah i do want to be careful and i do want to like 
you know, try hard. Like I, I wash my clothes in cold water if I think that there's delicates in it, you know, but at the same time, I don't want to have things that are like so specialized that it's like you have to take like certain extra steps. So, so I feel the same way with skin. It's like, I'm going to try hard to a certain point, but when it gets to the point of like, oh, you can't eat sweets or, oh, you have to do this. I'm like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to, I've like balanced these things against each other and I'd rather just have bad skin. <laughs> well, actually I, um, I cut out coffee. It's been October because oh, wow. I thought I had, I thought I had rosacea. Now I'm just not sure. Cause like mm-hmm. talking to you ladies yesterday and a few of my other friends, I kind of realizing, I think like what's happening to our body. Cause like, okay, everyone's gained weight. Number one, mm-hmm. like people who deny that i'm sorry you're lying because you did gain some weight it's fine it's so normal and number two skin our, our bodies are just reacting very differently which, which is like normal um but i thought i had rosacea because i was just flaring up mm-hmm. um and the number one advice was like don't drink coffee so i was like you know what i'll give it a go and i don't like miss it horribly but i because I, I read like oh cutting out caffeine like does wonders for your body and i'm like i don't feel it bro I, I, I don't know. I Coffee is another one of those things I can't give up. That's also the same thing as sugar for me. Well, I'm letting you know right now that I don't feel the benefits that apparently all these articles are telling me. So, yeah, don't, I don't think it's worth it. That was, I, you've seen those too, right? It's like, oh, yeah, coffee's like, if you don't want bad skin, like cut out caffeine and I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't really believe this, but I might as well give it a go while I'm I'm home during lockdown, and I think it's a lie. Yeah. And I mean, like, if I think about, like, because I didn't start drinking coffee until, like, after I graduated university, and I've had yeah. bad skin since I was in high school, so it's like, well, I don't think that these are really related. Well, <laughs> Although, yeah, yeah. I do think I need to drink more water. I think that's true. Like, you know, Sarah was talking about that yesterday, and it was like, yeah, I need to drink more water. Remember what? I just picture Sabrina with her gallon bottle. <laughs> Must finish the bottle. That was hilarious. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Actually, oh my God, what was it? I keep losing my train of thought. It's just that time of day. Uh, we were talking about coffee. Uh, I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> Actually, just drinking water because we need to be hydrated. Oh wow. Uh, okay, no, I I lost. It was something about coffee, but I just totally, totally forgot. Um. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I'll probably cut this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've been having a lot of that. You know, like when you're done with important things, like your brain just tones out. I don't know. Mm. Maybe, that's just, maybe that's just me. No. Um, yeah. It's like. Yeah, like, you're so stressed about something, and then you just kind of, like, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, relaxing after being, like, tense for a long time, and then it's, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free. Uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to say, also, um, with your... <laughs> Sorry that your secret Santa wasn't so secret. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I thought okay so I wanted I just remember every time like I get you something I had this voice in my head from you telling me like oh like um 
I think I think you said like people get you like magnets and stuff and you're like, but I can't take them with me because I move so much. So I'd rather get practical things. So I was like, right, let's get something <laughs> practical. But it's also Black History Month. So maybe I need to get something like artsy and independent, but practical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, anyway. Like I said, like I have a, I'm trying to figure out where to put it right now because actually I used to have like a a cloth that I had like dogs printed on it and I Aww. used to put it on top of like my bureau to just yeah. kind of like I don't know just have something there to make it look nice so yeah. it's like maybe I'll do that with this cloth because I was going to use it like as a tea towel but then my parents were like do you want to get it dirty and I'm like no <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll like keep it on display for a while and then Aww. after afterwards then I'll use it as like an actual tea towel <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to like say that to be like. Uh, I don't. I just wanted to tell you that was like what. Yeah, I, no, I, I like it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, did you try the teas? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've been having them, um, and my mom tried them as well. Oh, so we cool. had the. I really like the ginger one. I so oh, that. You do. Yeah, I like the ginger one, and then, um, I like the nut one as well. I think my mom really liked that one. She said it was like really good in soy milk. Yeah. So yeah, so we had those. Um, the the herbal one. What was it like the the twin something something one? <laughs> I forgot what it's called. I think I know what it's, it's like the brown packet. The like the like it's light. like the red one kind of. Oh. Is it the? I think it has like. Um, I know what in cream in it. Oh, or something. Is it the Jobs Teeters one? No, no, it's the other one. <laughs> What's the other one? The red one. The one that has, like, no oh. English on it whatsoever. I think it's the persimmon one. Like, the dried persimmon. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's in it. Because it's yeah, I didn't I didn't actually like that one. But I remember you're very adventurous with taste. So I was like, you know, maybe she'll like it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I don't like it that much, but I don't hate it. <laughs> but we'll see. I think it kind of might... tastes like... Uh, Samgetang to me. <laughs> it's probably because of the, the the ginseng. Is there ginseng in it? There is ginseng and there's techu, but I don't know what it is in English. I'll have to look it up. Is it but... um oh what is it called? Like the red, like Yeah, yes, yes, the dry thing. I, I forget it what up. it's called too. I looked it up specifically so I could tell my mom what was in the tea and I forgot the name already. <laughs> I think my parent oh jujube. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Because, like, I told my mom, and she's like, isn't that a candy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> like, yeah. no, they always send me that one because it's, like, supposedly healthy. And I'm like, I don't really like this. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bitter. But it did make me think of samgetang. So I was like, I wonder if I can use this tea to make samgetang. <laughs> I mean, probably. Actually, is it in the little? I don't even remember. I, I ran out of the teas, so I can't remember. But yeah, Sarah liked those teas too, and I was really surprised. Mm, yeah. But yeah, but the ginger yeah. one was my favorite. And the pumpkin yam one was interesting too. I thought it was going to be like more like creamy, like soup like. Oh, yeah. So it was like not very creamy. So I was like, oh, I should have had it with like milk or something. I think it would have been like better because it would have been more like, I don't know, like soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. I'll um yeah since my parents sent me some more so I'll, well actually I don't know yet they said they sent me some more so I'll um 
I'll send some over. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I was getting so stressed because I was like, oh my God, she's not going to get it in time. <laughs> ah! but, yeah. Well, yeah, it was, I uh, got it like what, like two days before we were supposed to do the recording. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, so I was like, did everyone get their gift? I don't know how you knew that. There was just something about the way you were asking that just made me think that you probably sent it to me. Well, also the fact that I was like, oh, yeah, I just ordered mine from Etsy in uh, in the UK. And you're like, oh, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> well, how is that obvious? Well, because then I was like, oh, well, you probably got something for me that because you're saying you wish you thought of that. Yeah, Peter was like, you need to cool it with asking people. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, but that was fine. Uh... No, your gift is really cute, too, to Sarish as well. I think she really liked it. I'm glad. <laughs> that really worked out. Um, yeah, it, yeah, I've been buying more stuff from Etsy recently. I think it's it's actually really nice because you can like set the filters of like where you want it shipped and where you want to buy it from. So like I ordered some stuff for my sister that was from a seller like in Edinburgh and like my sister lives in Edinburgh too. So it was, you know, really nice. And then I also ordered some stuff for my mom from like sellers that are like in Nova Scotia. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually I've gotten more into Etsy lately during lockdown than like this mm. yeah um yeah actually got i got one of peter's gifts off etsy but it still hasn't arrived and it's like dispatched two weeks ago so it's mildly like oh my god come on but then yeah. i, I have covid rush so it's like a bit yeah hey you, you should open an etsy shop yeah well i have the big cartel shop all oh, right like Big cartel is free if you oh. if you don't if you have less than like five items in the store. So as long as I like keep the amount of items down, then it's free. <laughs> Whereas I think Etsy you have to pay a monthly fee no matter what. At least when I was looking at it back when I was deciding on a shop, like Big Cartel was the cheapest, so that's why I went with that one. Oh. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Also, there have been some problems with Etsy where I don't know personally because I don't use Etsy, but I have heard that there have been times where Etsy will charge their artists for like, um, like advertising. So oh. they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, because this person clicked on our sponsored post to look at your thing, then you have to pay us this X amount of money or what? something, something. Yeah, I don't know. It seems very weird. So I was kind of like hesitant about using Etsy for a while because it, it seemed like if you click on the ads, then that might be like, it might actually take money away from the artist. So you have yeah. to be like careful, like not to click on any of the sponsor posts and like only click on like the actual like shop mm. posts. Yeah, just, It just seemed very complicated. So I don't know. And apparently like artists were complaining about it because like it either you like you were automatically enrolled in this and you had to opt out or it was like very difficult to opt out or something so it just seemed very sketch so yeah that's really bad form as well because like you need sellers on your site mm -hmm. to sell 
Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. They might have fixed it now because, like, when I heard this, this was, like, I don't know, like, a year ago or something. Oh, so. Recent. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was, like, not that recent a year ago. And you're, like, oh, it's so recent. Well, I mean, I yeah. thought you would have said, like, oh, no, this was, like, three years ago or something. But, oh, wow. Like, yeah, I think about a year ago. So, yeah, I don't know. I did hear that things have gotten better, but I'm not really sure because I don't use Etsy. So I don't know about, like, to the extent or or whatever. So. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, because the other site that one of my friends uh, chose Redbubble because, like, the fees are a lot cheaper. Totally, mm. but, like, I... Yeah, Redbubble, I also have... Well, okay, I have a red bubble actually oh you I have do some stuff on it yeah i don't really update it because i'm lazy but <laughs> but the thing with red bubble is like yeah. basically you don't sell your own wares you just upload your art and then people can order things from the red bubble site so and things um, like etsy and big cartel like they'll order things but then i'm the one that sends it out yeah. so i'm like the person that has i'm like the supplier Whereas with Redbubble, it's more like you order something and then Redbubble like makes the product and then sends it to the person. So like, so me, like me as the artist, I don't have to do anything. Like I, yeah. I just upload my art and then that's it. But yeah. the, like um, the amount of money that you can get back from Redbubble is like really, really, really small. Like I think I had like some like art up there that I was like, doing like stickers or something and I sold some that were like a few dollars and like I think like the money that I was getting from that sale was like 10 cents oh, <laughs> and it's like you can't take red like the money from red bubble until it's like a certain amount so it was like well okay I guess my 10 cents is just gonna be sitting there like in limbo for like years yeah I didn't know that's what it was yeah, at least that's that's my understanding of it from back when I was like researching it. But again, disclaimer, I don't really use Redbubble that much. So maybe my understanding is not 100% accurate. So if you want to use Redbubble, dear listener, please do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> don't just rely on my anecdotal <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> no, that sounds right, though. That's probably why a lot of people go to that platform because everything's done for you. Yeah, yeah. And actually, um, there's another site called InPrint, and they also do kind of the same thing, but for prints. So, but you have to be like, you have to apply to it, and then they have to like accept you, whereas like Redbubble, anyone can can join. So, it's interesting interesting looking at the different like sites and stuff. Like, I don't know. I've done a lot of research into it. I mean, yeah, (laughs) you should, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you how are you getting on with your commissions? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um Yeah, I'm going to increase the prices for the new year. Ooh. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's 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 been yeah, it's been good. Um I have like uh I have I have like four that I did this that I had to do this month and I've done two of them and I have to finish the other two so yeah. was it four I'm trying to think yeah four I think yeah anyway <laughs> oh no that's a healthy number what's yeah. like um what's like the hardest request you received for commissions 
Um, I guess it is easier when it's characters that I already know. So yeah. if it's like characters or people that I don't know, then that is harder because then I have to think more about like, you know, what do they look like? And I have to check references more. Um, and also like if there's more detailed backgrounds and that's difficult. Uh, there have been some times where like people get me to draw art for their stories, which like, which I really do enjoy because I think it is really cool to like bring like their visions to life yeah but sometimes when they have like very particular ways that they're envisioning the scene but I don't really understand then that can also be like a little bit confusing sometimes yeah because like so there have been like sometimes where it's like I'll draw something and then they'll be like oh wait no I was like envisioning it like this and I was and like like I wrote in the story and then I like reread the story and I'm like oh yeah that is what I <laughs> I don't know if there's like something wrong with my brain or what. <laughs> like sometimes I'll like read things and then like my brain just like makes up something else. <laughs> like it's like completely different. A creative like, was... interpretation. Yeah, like there was one time that like the scene was supposed to happen at like under a trellis with like flowers, and my brain was just like, "This must happen in a park." <laughs> and, like, so I was like drawing a park in the background, and then the person was like, "Wait, no, like read the story. It actually is like in a shopping center, and this was like an alleyway between the two oh. shops." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know why I thought it was a park." <laughs> And they were like, yeah, I mean, like, in the beginning, he's sitting in front of, like, the shop, and then he turns down, like, away from the shop, like, so you can see this building. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I thought he was, like, in a park across the street from the shopping center. <laughs> so, wow, you just, your brain really went there, huh? Yeah, my brain was just, like, flowers? It must be in a park. <laughs> like... <laughs> So, I mean, wow. like, of course it, like, I mean, I, I don't fault the commissioner at all because, like, obviously, like, it was just my brain making these weird associations, but it does create, like, more work for me because my brain is just, like, doing all these other things. And I'm like, no, just draw the thing that the person asked you to draw. Don't make up these things. Wow. I didn't realize yeah. that. Because, like, you have some where they just ask you to draw someone, right? Yeah, it kind of depends, like, on the level of detail. Like, sometimes it's yeah. just, like, I want these two characters and I want this type of setting. And then sometimes it's, like, oh, I want you to draw it based on this, like, story fragment. Or sometimes, I don't know, so it kind of, like, varies. Mm -hmm. Like, um, well, I have, like, uh, like, sometimes some of my friends will, like, commission things. And, like, sometimes they're just, like draw whatever you want <laughs> like draw this character but draw whatever you want I'm like oh okay all right cool <laughs> so like in those cases like they don't really care so much which is like yeah. nice because that I can be like a little I have a little bit more freedom but at the same time sometimes it is harder because then I have to like think up more things so <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like nice but also hard to have more direction from like the commissioner because like the more that they like know what they want that gives me a direction in which I can go and I don't have to think it up on my own so it takes less time but then because they want it a specific way that I have to be more careful that it like matches what they want so it's kind of like a give and take I guess yeah that makes yeah that does make sense um 
I just have nothing comparable to uh, <laughs> uh, say because I've never done it before. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. But, I don't know. I've been trying to be a little bit more like relaxed with it in a way, though, because I feel like, because I used to feel like, oh, this has to be like perfect. Like, you know, if they commission me, it has to be like extremely perfect. I have to make sure I get everything done perfectly. And then I started to think like, well, you know, if they commissioned me, then obviously they like my art style. Yeah. Like, you know, so I can be a little bit more like, I don't know, like not um, a little bit more relaxed about it. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be like exactly like everything has to be 110% and not like anatomically correct. And I have to make sure that like I use like a million references. It's like, well, yeah, I still want to use references and try my best, but you know, also I just go with my feeling of what I think is good, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, they're asking for, like, your your flair. Yeah, because I feel like when you ask for a commission, it's almost like you're asking, like, how the person sees it in their mind. So it's kind of, like, just a way of, like, giving, like, making an artistic representation of my perspective and then giving it to them. Except there were the times when they specifically ask you to, <laughs> to be naturalist and not a part. Uh, well, it's, it's still my artistic representation, <laughs> but I just need to like rein in my brain a little bit <laughs> so it doesn't jump to all these random things. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. No, it sounds it sounds very intense, but. Yeah, it must be nice to have like a space to be creative like that and I guess like you're forced to be creative because like people are requesting and paying for it so like yeah 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 it is it is good because it does like kind of force you to stretch yourself in certain ways like for example like I mean when I draw for myself a lot of times I end up drawing like the same person the same poses like the same sort of things that I already know because that's like comforting to me so it is nice when I get commissions because they want me to draw very specific things. So I have to like go outside my comfort zone and draw things that maybe I yeah. wouldn't have thought to draw otherwise. So yeah, it is, it is good. I think it does force, it does force me to like do new things that I wouldn't have thought of. And like, for example, one thing is like backgrounds. Like I really hate drawing backgrounds, <laughs> but so when I draw for myself, I rarely draw backgrounds. But a lot of times for commissions, like they want me to draw a background, which is good because then it forces me to actually draw it. And like after I look at it, I'm like, oh, it looks nice. And like, I actually don't mind drawing it. But if I'm doing it for myself, I'm like, no, I'm not going to draw back. <laughs> Wait, but why? Why is it difficult, by the way? To do backgrounds? Yeah. Uh, I think, well, there's like a lot of different reasons. Like you have to consider like perspective so you have to consider the perspective of the background like where the horizon line is like how everything will look you have to think about environmental lighting so like where the lighting is coming from how it will look like on the objects in the background um, you have to think about like styling the background so like what kind of objects are in this background what kind of character are you showing like if it's a bedroom like what type of things are in this bedroom like what does like what do the pillows look like you know are there is there anything on the wall like so you have to think about like how to make the personality of the characters come yeah. through in the background yeah. and then you also have to think about like how to make the background look 
you know, pretty in terms of like, you know, shapes and colors. So you want to make sure that like, there's a nice variety of like different shapes and tones in the background so that it looks like interesting and it isn't boring. So there's like all these different things that you have to think about. And also to me, it's not as interesting because I really like drawing people. So, you know, obviously, you know, in a background, there's no people, it's just like a setting. So to me, it's not as interesting. And you have to consider all these like additional factors on top of it. I mean, like, these are still things you have to think about when you're drawing a person as well. Like, you know, for example, what kind of clothes are they wearing? Like, how does that show their personality? What type of pose do they have? How does that show their personality? And then like, you know, how they're being posed and the perspective on that, like, is there foreshortening? So, you know, there's like a lot of things that you have to think about when you draw. Sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, a lot of details. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it's like funny because I just like see the end part. I'm like, oh yeah, that looks great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny too because like when you're drawing, you can get so caught up in something like, oh, this looks weird. It has to be perfect. Like, and yeah. like because I see like all the different like versions that I've tried. Yeah. To me, I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, this wasn't perfect or this looks a little bit weird and everybody will be able to tell that I drew this finger <laughs> wrong, no. you know? And then like somebody will look at them and be like, oh yeah, it looks great. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's me. Um, yeah, I don't really, know. but you know, I, th- I think it's, I, I think people do have different lenses of viewing content. Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably notice like, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't I can't like think of an example. But like no well, like writing, you know, like you know, how you write things that also shows your perspective. Yeah, you know? no, that, that's true, but I'm just trying to think like when I look at new content, I guess like mm-hmm. I, I guess like I pay attention to, I do notice like if like people are taking photos like like how they've angled it and why they've mm. shown it do it a certain way but I won't like read into it like maybe they angled it that way because it means this just like oh okay but yeah for art I'm just kind of like oh yeah that looks cool but then mm-hmm. one of the artists that we featured for like Tuesday feature like because she does like um book cover illustrations too mm-hmm. but that book cover it looked amazing but it was like a thousand dollars Oh my goodness. Why? You can sell art on Instagram for $1,000? Wow. Yeah. Like, what do you think about it? Do you think it's possible? Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, and it depends on, like, what type of art it is. I mean, like, things that are quite time-consuming, like, yeah, it does end up getting quite expensive. Like, normally now the commissions that I do are usually about $150, because like you know factoring in like how long it takes me to do everything so and I mean I think that is one of the problems I guess with like the art industry is like you know there are a lot of young artists that think that they don't have enough demand for their art so they don't want to charge very high prices so they end up like underpricing their art a lot because otherwise nobody will commission them right so they're like okay well I have to set low prices but actually the time that goes into creating something is so like, it just takes so much time. Like when I do a commission, I have to, so I have to communicate with the person about like, you know, pricing and 
you know, how we're like, what exactly they want. And then I have to look through the references and I might also have to find other references of my own, depending on what they want. And then I have to make the sketch and then I'll like ask them, is the sketch okay? And then I have to go back and then and I might have to change things during that time. So maybe it takes a little bit longer going back and forth with them. And then you have to, you know, actually draw it, put the colors down, do the lighting, do a final version, go back to them. Is it okay? If it's not okay, maybe have time like change more things. So, I mean, all in all, it does take a lot of, a lot of time, you know, especially if I have to find references that can end up taking like hours sometimes. Oh, like if uh, I yeah, need I to find that. like a very specific pose or a very specific picture and it's very difficult to find, like, you know, it, it sometimes takes like a really, really long time. So it's like when you think about all those hours that go into it and then you divide it by like how much you're getting paid per hour. Like there's some people like, I mean, when I started off too, I did commissions for like, you know, $20 and like you're getting paid like nothing basically. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you know, you yeah. really are just doing it for the love of the craft and because you want to like, you know, learn more and just get a little bit of money while you're learning. So, I mean, it's not necessarily all bad, but because people do have this pressure to set low prices in the beginning, you know, that further drives down the market for people, for other people that also are trying to get commissions. So, yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know. So, so a thousand dollars, I mean, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But if you think about like, well, how much, you know, how much time that they've put into it, if it's a really, really detailed illustration, and depending on the media that they use, like if they're using like watercolor or paint, uh, maybe also they had to do like several studies before doing the final picture. So that even adds in more time. So, and then the demand if they're a really popular artist. So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. crazy, but it's not like insane. <laughs> well, I think I was just so, like those prices, like a thousand dollars and up, like I would normally associate with like, like going to a gallery uh, that's probably mm. quote unquote that I gather so I guess mm -hmm. like seeing that type of content on Instagram was what was like fascinating to me mm. but yeah no I I agree with you and I'm like proud of you that you're um because because it is like putting um hi what, what's the phrasing like it's like you're putting confidence in yourself and raising the price mm. because it's kind of like um when you know I first did italki like mm -hmm. I did ten dollar lessons. I'm like, what the fuck, ten dollar <laughs> lessons? But yeah, and there's this sort of weird psychology to how we mm -hmm. shop around. So like, if things are too cheap, you're like, why is it so cheap? And then if things yeah. are really expensive, you're like, why is it too expensive? So yeah, no, I do think like pricing yourself like it does help you, and it it you're telling the customer like I am worth this much. Like I'm mm -hmm. this good you should pay this more so yeah and I mean and you are like genuinely really talented I can tell like when I look at them I'm like oh my god this because you really pay attention to the little detail I mean even the thing that you did for me and Peter I was like oh my god I didn't even like notice the you did like your own signature until <laughs> like recently oh, and, like, right. you did like I think it's because I I don't know maybe I did notice and I because I only recently like really like studied it because it's like on our wall because I did mm -hmm. look at it but we hadn't had it printed mm -hmm. but then 
but the first thing I noticed when we got it was like you did the flowers between like um Korea and like England and it was just like mm-hmm. little tiny details like that and mm-hmm. you know it's not easy so yeah no I think that's great and every time I see that post where you're saying like oh I'm increasing my prices I'm like yeah that <laughs> that makes sense yeah it is time I mean yeah it is it is hard to because like you know you don't want to be too like I don't know. I guess you don't want to be too presumptuous <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, well, it does, yeah, it does it take a lot of time. And it's kind of ironic because it's like the better that you get at it, the less time it actually takes in a way, you know? And then, but then you, you could raise your prices more because you're better. So it actually like, yeah, it's kind of weird. weird. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean I do I do think because like I don't know the only experience that comparable experience I have is like with with italki but like I guess this well someone teaches lessons at $70 per hour mm-hmm. um, which I think that is where like the comparison with art stops because it's like oh my god what's $70 per lesson but that mm-hmm. person only needs to teach like two lessons per week then they're done Mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. I, I guess like I guess with art like you could charge something like for I don't know like $400 and do mm-hmm. one but then the reason why people would want to do this is to like keep practicing their craft so if you're not getting like commissions coming in then it defeats one of the reasons for doing it too right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I mean know. it depends on the person like I've seen some digital commissions that are like definitely in the hundreds and like but they're like really really detailed like really like work heavy commissions like it probably takes like I don't know 10 to 20 hours plus you know maybe even up into 30 40 hours if I were to do it it would definitely take me like 40 50 hours but I don't know about like because you know they they have a different kind of style because I don't know how they do it so that it might actually be like less time but yeah. you know for that to be like 400 500 plus dollars like it, it definitely makes sense so it it does depend a lot on the art style I think in that mm-hmm. sense um but also something that I heard that I or maybe I saw it on Twitter or something but someone said like you know when people are paying you to do commissions they're not only play, paying for the product they're also paying for all of your accumulated skill So it's like the fact that you have like, you know, put in all these hours into your craft beforehand, like that also should be factored into the price because Mm -hmm. like, you know, you've like developed this type of skill. So, you know, for example, on italki, like when you're teaching, it's like, well, they're not only paying for the lesson, but they're paying for your skill to teach, you Mm -hmm. know, and all the hours that you've put in learning how to be a teacher, all the hours that you put in for teaching experience they're paying for that as well yeah no pressure (laughs) (laughs) oh you're a good teacher you have lots of experience you should have confidence too (laughs) Uh, should also increase your prices actually i did but i think i've I've just capped it now um okay when you were saying earlier that yeah, like it's not just one commission or one lesson because like I write up, I like prep for, I do the lessons and I like write notes for them after mm-hmm. the feedback. But it's like, it's more more like they're paying for like three three plus hours. So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. 
kind of know what you mean, but I know mm-hmm. it's it's more nuanced than that because you're like physically like making stuff. Oh my god, I sound like such a noob. <laughs> 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 if any of your potential like um, commission peeps or fans listening, just gonna be like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> but I just don't have like, a comparable experience. Like you know, I haven't like commissioned stuff before. I mean, I have friends who've commissioned like poetry, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. that is a lot of pressure like, <laughs> yeah oh, I don't know about that one <laughs> I, I, I don't know anyways um yeah so yeah no I think I think it's yeah I do really like admire that you're because you it takes a lot to keep going with it as well you know and you've kept this going for like well, like two years plus right yeah it's been yeah it's it's been over two years now I think yeah yeah, because so. I remember you're reluctant to tell me that you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why? This is great. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, yeah, it is hard in the beginning because like, you know, like, for example, opening a big cartel store or like, yeah. you know, or starting commissions like you feel in the beginning, like nobody's going to buy it. Nobody cares. I'm being too like arrogant to think that I can do this. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But then at the same time, it's like, like well why should I have to think that way like if I open it and nobody buys it then well whatever (laughs) like it actually isn't a big deal like I had this perception of like oh well I'm gonna do it and nobody's gonna order it and I'm just gonna look stupid and then it's like well even if nobody orders it then oh well you know it doesn't it's it's okay you know it's I mean if you do like pre-orders you make people like pay beforehand so you can help like get the money in order to like make the thing that you want to buy like yeah I think that's a, a good way to start out like if you're not really sure if people will really buy or not yeah and I often do that as well just because I think it can help things go a little bit faster because like yeah. you know I can help get the money to buy to uh to pay to to make the products and then also like I have some like orders that I can already start planning for so I mean, like, but it's kind of like, well, you know, even if there isn't anybody, if there's no interest, you know, that's, that's fine. You know, you got the experience of trying to plan, you know what to do next time, you keep working hard. And then next time when you want to do something, then you'll be more prepared to do it, you know? And you follow through, like, there's so many ideas, so many people have ideas and they don't follow through. So that's huge yeah and like i i mean i i i kind of like i i feel like i have a tendency to kind of shoot myself in the foot a lot where i'll be like oh no it's just too much for me i can't do it like i shouldn't think that i can do it like i i'm just me you know but then it (laughs) i started to feel like well how will i know if i can do it or not if i don't just try to do it so i think so i feel like the same way about like commissions and like selling art in that way is like well you know even if you aren't sure if you can do it or not you know just try and you know like obviously don't put yourself into debt trying because that's not good either so agreed agreed so definitely pre-orders are good you know trying to get a little bit of interest uh maybe with like a google form or something like that to try to gauge to see if you should do it like you know, don't put yourself into debt. Definitely do not. But if you can afford to do it, try, you know. Yes. All the way. I mean, I think, I don't know how to articulate this, but there's always 
a demand. I don't know. You just, I think the minute, the minute you realize that you try something out and you get confidence and you start to value yourself there, like there will be a demand. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think like, we tend to think like, uh, let's just play it safe. Like let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's like sell $10 commissions and $10 lessons, but no, that's not true. Like you need to invest in yourself and that, mm-hmm. I, I really do think it works. Um, and then, but there's always a reason that you'll be afraid not to do it. Cause like, you know, with, with COVID, which is horrible, people are like, oh, there will, won't be a lot of things that'll sell. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I say this very sensitively. Yeah, of course, like a lot of markets aren't doing well, but Etsy is actually on the rise. Like a lot mm-hmm. of DIY stuff are on the rise. So there will always be a reason not to do something, but mm-hmm. I, I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, I mean, there's there's always going to be setbacks and there's always going to be things that you can tell yourself, like, this is why I shouldn't do it. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to do it. And the more that you do, you do things like this and try to put yourself out there, like it does help you do more in the future, you know, yeah, like, definitely. yeah. Like and where you now. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, yeah, I, I really agree with that. Like I have, I have, um. I have a friend who's like she finds it very hard to like create because she gets nervous about like putting her work out there and I really understand that as well but at the same time it's and I I don't know it's weird when I think back on like how I've gotten more comfortable in like creating things and sharing things and like I mean still not completely comfortable all the time but you know it's it has become more natural for me to do that and I think part of it is you just have to do it more unfortunately like, like that's the only yeah. way that you can get more comfortable with that and I also think that like I mean when you don't have a lot of artwork like you know when you're first starting out you maybe only have like five posts or something like that or you know you haven't done as many things if you do like one piece of artwork that's bad you feel really bad about it because it's like because it's such a huge proportion of what you've done so far. It's like one out of your five things doesn't look good. But then when you've like drawn more, you have, you accumulate more artwork, you accumulate more of a portfolio. It's like, then it, like, I don't even know how many things I've drawn. Probably like, I mean, over like 500 things. (laughs) Like I was like going through my procreate recently and the backing up my files. And it was like over like 400, 500 pieces of artwork and I was like what the heck but anyway like like when it gets to that point where it's like well I have like 500 drawings or something then if you have like a few bad drawings in there you, then it, it doesn't really mean that much because it's like such a, a drop in the bucket yeah. you know it's like yeah. it's like whatever or drop in the ocean drop in the ocean yeah but, <laughs> I mean you really yeah. just have to like do more and just get comfortable with it and it's hard at first but you know slowly slowly you get there (laughs) and I think in a weird way that this is when social media kind of keeps you accountable because it like forces you to post Mm, yeah it's sure social media has been interesting I think because in some ways like for example I used to post a lot more on Instagram I don't post as much on Instagram now anymore (laughs) as as you know too but it's like it kind of got to the point where I felt like with Instagram, I kind of felt like there was pressure to post like finished pieces. 
So mm. it's like, I feel like when I use Instagram, it I have to post something that is like polished, mm. you know? So, and then like, if it's something that's not as polished, I usually just post it like in my Instagram story or something. But I don't know, it is interesting because in some ways it holds me accountable, but in some ways I feel like less inclined to post because I feel like there's a pressure of I have to finish something to a certain caliber or a certain level of quality before I can post it on Instagram. So it's kind of, I don't know, in some ways it helps, in some ways it doesn't help. And I don't want also like, you know, the feeling of like, oh, I like comparing yourself to other people, like, oh, I have this many followers, this person has this many followers. Like, oh, and what I was going to mention earlier, which I forgot, but when you were talking about, like, there's always reasons for, like, why you shouldn't do something. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. thinking, like, also, like, well, I mean, there's always going to be people that are better at you at whatever, you know, and that's just how it is. So it's, like, when I look at art, like, there's, like, people that I think, like, oh, I can't believe they did this. Like, that's amazing. Like, my art isn't at this level. Like, whatever, whatever. But rather than thinking about it, that way I try to think about it as like well maybe they're better at me technically wise maybe they're better at these certain skills than me but they don't have my certain perspective that I have like mm. like the fact that I chose to draw it this way that is kind of like my skill and my talent the fact that I saw it in this way so there's always going to be people that have better technical skills but that doesn't mean that they have the same perspective as you and that's what you really have to like focus on is being like your like you know, your skill and, you know, your product is that like, I have this particular perspective and that is what I bring to this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that that tracks for like other areas too. Cause like when I used mm-hmm. to play violin competitively, mm-hmm. uh, not anymore, LOL. <laughs> but yeah, I used to always be like, oh, there's always you know, someone better than me. But now I'm kind of like, I, there, it, it's cyclical. There, there will mm-hmm. always be better than you but that's great because the last thing you want to do is to not be kept on your toes and be comfortable and complicit Mm -hmm. that's horrible but yeah I mean just I think like if you have the base technical skills you bring your own flair to like music Mm -hmm. or writing or whatever Mm -hmm. interesting maybe I know this sounds really cliche but no I think I think you're absolutely right I mean that that's why like that's why everyone has a job because we all have different (laughs) flares like, yeah. yeah like we all have different ways of looking at things and it's like one thing that's also like a little bit you know maybe it's it's a little bit annoying in the art community or it's kind of a trend or something but like usually people that draw realism they get more engagement on their posts and people tend to think that their posts are like more amazing and more interesting like oh wow like you like like oh wow this looks so much like him or oh whoa but it's like Actually, like realism is not necessarily like the hardest, you know, if you think about like how to draw, because it's like developing your own style is also really difficult. And, you know, people that draw like animations or people that draw cartoons, you know, for example, people that draw Disney, etc. Like being able to like distill that figure into certain gestures and to show the action, to show the character so clearly, that also is really, really hard. Like that is a very high level of skill. So it's interesting because like, you know, like people see realism and they think like, oh, it looks like the photo. So therefore this must be hard there. Mm. And they can see clearly like, oh, this, <laughs> yeah. like, because it looks like the photo, I can compare and say like, oh, this took a lot of time. It was a high level of skill. And I mean, not that realism isn't hard, like it's also hard, but like 
you know, cartooning and making your own style, those and like capturing the essence of a gesture, that's also very, very hard. And people don't, they look at it and they see, oh, there's not many lines in this picture. It must have been easy, you know? So it's, yeah. I know it's just interesting because it's like, you know, the, like your level of technical skill does not actually like, not actually correlated to like your like, I don't know, your appeal or your like skill in like. Yeah, I see that. You know, in, in other aspects, you know. I mean, we are simple creatures. That's probably why we. <laughs> I mean, because also, you know, like stickers, like on cacao or lime, those mm-hmm. look freaking hard too. Like, how do you. <laughs> I mean, maybe not us. I, I actually I have no idea, but I think we mm-hmm. just kind of take all these for, for granted. Like, we don't realize mm-hmm. they are quite complicated to to execute but mm-hmm. uh speaking of instagram i tagged you in a photo with hazel <laughs> a few weeks ago on oh. your personal instagram and you <laughs> it's been like oh my god it's been like two months and you yeah. haven't checked it i haven't looked at my personal instagram <laughs> i know but it's this one because i just went through like random photos of korea and then look it's this one. Oh my god <laughs> you still have that shirt no you don't have that shirt <laughs> i don't think so i don't, I don't have it with me i don't know what's in like the other houses that i have because i've like <laughs> cycled through different clothing so many times from moving oh yeah it might be in taiwan <laughs> i hope you have it i love how because those were those shirts were really popular in korea yeah. at that time and we just like found it and i was like great let's cop them before they're gone um Anyways, I love how we were about to talk about trip fix, but then we just kind of yeah, we just like went into like it. art stuff. Well, I was like, all right, whatever, going with the flow. <laughs> no, I think this is really important. It's kind of not totally um, in my in my playing field, but I can mm-hmm. definitely. And, and also, like we're getting older, so we have more perspective of yeah, yeah, you know, how to put your out there and all that. Yeah, like yeah. And- I mean, of course, like, I, I thought it was a good opportunity for me to, like, talk about some things that were on my mind, whether or not, like, I felt like you really needed them explaining or not. No, no. <laughs> like I some mean, of the stuff with commission good. prices, it's just, like, some stuff that I've been thinking about. So, of course, not that I thought that, that you don't think that art has value or something, but just, like, I know, I just, there are some things that I feel like are common, like, I don't know, problems or things that are just sort of like topics of discussion within the art community and things that I see people talk about. So it's just, I don't know, thinking about those types of thoughts and what is important. And Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is worth repeating, but yeah. I mean, when we ask you for a commission again, I probably will be like, I don't know. I just want this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, I think it is interesting to see like, what people ask for and like like there was um i got a commission recently that was for bleach which is like it's a it's a anime and manga which actually i really liked in high school so i was like (laughs) this is so funny that i'm getting commissioned to draw bleach characters now and it was so weird because it was like a ship that like oh so it was like two characters and like a ship right that i'd like never heard of before i didn't know it existed yeah. And I was like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I don't know, it was just like really baffling to me just because it was like 
yeah, I've watched Bleach before, but I don't remember these characters. Like, and well, well, one of them I did remember because he actually was one of my favorite characters. But like, mm-hmm. it was like the grown up version of him, and I was like, did he grow up? Like, I don't remember <laughs> there being like a grown up version of him. Yeah. Like, maybe time passed in the series, I guess, and now he's grown up. But yeah. it was just like, huh? There's a grown up version of him, and who's this other character? <laughs> So I was just really weird, like a sense of like nostalgia, but also like kind of like, I don't know, just <laughs> uncanny miss. valley or something like it was like familiar, but not familiar because I was like, I know this series. I know like of these characters kind of, but I never thought of them in a romantic sense. And I didn't know that they existed in these forms. Like the other character was like yeah. a personification of like a blade. So actually it's like a sword that like became a person. So I knew the sword, but I didn't oh, know about them yeah. in the person form. So I was just like, what the heck? That's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting. So it is, it's interesting to see, like, what kind of things that people ask for. Like, I mean, I'll, I'm like, I'll draw anything. Like, please just give me the cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but also, I don't like... Mind, but it's just, it was interesting. <laughs> well, it seems like you, you missed out, forgot about that, that chapter where the character becomes an adult. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think this the, the series wasn't finished by the time that I stopped like reading it and oh, watching it. Okay. So I was like, maybe it developed more. Like he became an adult or something. But like he was like dead. So I was like, how can you become like an adult after you're dead? <laughs> uh, clearly, there's a plot twist that that you yeah. missed. <laughs> well, no, I mean like his whole like his the the thing like takes place like in the afterlife kind oh. of so he was like a character in the afterlife that was like already oh. like dead like he was like a dead soul so i was like can dead souls like grow up or i don't know i guess some of them did no yeah actually they were growing up in the afterlife now that i think about it because they did have childhoods and stuff in their <laughs> afterlife so okay yeah i guess he just grew up in the afterlife <laughs> interesting that's it. That makes you want to watch the show now. No, I mean that's a very unique concept. Like I didn't really. Yeah, actually, the show was quite interesting in that, like, I don't know, because some of the I don't know, <laughs> okay, there's like some uh, manga series that are called like shonen manga or like shonen anime, and it's like those are the ones that are like geared towards like young boys. So it's very like fight heavy lots of battles really complex magical system with lots of worlds but actually i really like those types of stories because i think it's very interesting because it'll be like a whole like world where they set it up so this one was like this like guy that learns that he's like actually like a a death god and then he gets like this sword and he has to like fight like these like evil souls and and like the the real life and then he ends up going into like this afterlife worlds where they're like other death gods there so this character was like one of the death gods like in the afterlife what's it called bleach bleach yeah uh, that's very first two arcs are good after that don't watch it (laughs) yeah i've like rarely encountered um like a series where like both like book wise and um tedios where it was like fully good throughout Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's very rare I can't even I'm like struggling to come up with it now <laughs> yeah and I think like for a lot of these series too like for Bleach and like some other really really popular anime manga like um One Piece and like 
um, I don't know. There's like a few of them. There's more. Why can't I think of them? But anyway, like they'll like get to a point or like Naruto, like it'll get oh, to yeah. a point where it's like it feels like the series should have ended, but they oh. just kept going because yeah. like there was pressure from the publisher to like keep the series going because it's still making money, you know? I hate so, that. Yeah. So like Bleach was one of those series where like it got to a point where it felt like it should have ended but then it just kept going because it and I was like okay I'm just gonna stop reading now because now it's just like I know and Naruto too there's like it definitely got to a point where it felt like this is where it should have ended but then it like kept going and I was like well I don't want to read anymore so many things are like that like there's a there's a drama K drama where it's at I for, W, I think it's basically like the characters are in a cartoon. Oops, spoiler, sorry, but you should have known. But <laughs> they find out, like the characters find out they're in a cartoon at season five. I'm like, this is over. But then they carry on until episode 20. And they're all like an hour long. And me and Peter were like, what? This is so complicated. Like what, what more can you trudge on? Like, I'm sorry, but... That was an extreme case. Just like this is yeah too much. There's like a lot of Chinese drama series are like forty to like fifty episodes long. Oh my God. So I'm kind of like now I'm like oh man, Korean drama is so nice and short, like only nice, 20, episodes. twenty episodes. Like only some of them are just sixteen, right? It's like sixteen to twenty episodes. So it's like the sixteen episode ones. I'm like wow so nice and short i can finish this in like two days like <laughs> i know <laughs> two days 16 hours of my life let's go <laughs> yeah actually even just one day i could finish it one day like yeah sometimes I just put it in the background but like i'm yeah. always like i said i'm always like oh i wish these two characters would just have a steamy makeup session already but then i remember <laughs> that my parents watch it like my dad avidly watches i'm like no please don't it's so annoying <laughs> like how dare he god there was this um there was a show there was this movie that we watched last night I watched last night with my parents and it's yeah. called The Dressmaker. It's oh, really, God. really weird, very dark. Oh. I don't actually think you would like it. So Wait, is it on Netflix? Uh yeah, I think it was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was interesting. Yeah. It was really well done, but it's also very dark. Wait, why would I was... like it? Well, just because it's very dark. Like oh, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of like murder and I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Maybe you would like it. I don't know. It was a little Sounds bit scary. sad and dark. But there was one scene where, like, they go to a movie and, like, it's, like, uh, the main girl character and, like, her love interest. And then her mother is there, too. Because, like, um, <laughs> her mother is, like, a little bit crazy and, like, very old. So her mother yeah. just kind of, like, invited herself along. <laughs> oh, and so they're, like, watching the movie. And her mother is like throwing popcorn at the scene every time the characters are kissing, and she's like, "I didn't know this scene was in the picture." <laughs> and then she's like, "What filth is this?" <laughs> he tried to kiss her. Leave, run. <laughs> wow, what a buzzkill! <laughs> yeah, it was, it's it's so funny. Like, actually, that scene was pretty good because it's um the main girl character is pay, uh, played by Kate Winslet. And oh, okay. I think the guy is Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Oh, like, oh, yeah. And then the mother is played by Judy Dench, I think. Oh, so it's like, it's like really like, you know, star-studded cast. But it was like so funny because like the two of like Kate Winslet and Liam, uh, Liam Hemsworth are like just like cracking up at like <laughs> the old mother being like, 
<laughs> what is this filth? <laughs> and everyone in the movie theater is like yelling at her to shut up. And she's like, do you see what they're doing on screen? Yes, kissing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I miss movie theaters. Uh, oh, yeah, movie theaters. Um, all right. um yeah should we do one in february or january by the way um whichever did you you sent me a time for january right oh crap yeah let's let's do january and then let's reassess when we want to do okay oh can we change the january one to to 12 though oh yeah yeah sorry yeah (laughs) no it's okay i just like i saw that i was like oh shit i should have said that earlier no i'll I'll change it yeah because you have your art lesson right oh no it's because it's during uh lunchtime for oh oh, yeah Yeah, i'll change it wait is it just um, an hour back sorry yeah yeah so from 12 to 1 would be that's that's okay with you yeah yeah that's cool sorry what were you gonna say oh i was just gonna say that um yeah i'm finishing art lessons next week so oh. I won't have that anymore. So I'll just have Chinese classes. Ooh, how's that going? Oh, I sent you an invite. You should get it, I think. Oh, okay. no, sorry. Wait, no. Oh, sorry, keep going. Sorry, how was your, your lesson? Uh, I'm still setting it up right now. Like, they um, like they need to... I signed up for a class, but they need to have, like, other people at my same level, like, signing oh. up and wanting a class for yeah. a class to be made. So... Uh, anyway, I'm just waiting to hear back from them. And they like wanted me to do a placement test. And I was like, do I have to do a placement test? What do you, can you just take my transcript from like when I used to study at this school? And then just like, I could just start from there. Yeah. And then they were like, we'll look into it. And then they didn't get back to me yet. So I'm like, maybe I don't have to take the placement <laughs> test, but we'll see. Oh, I hate placement tests. Yeah, I took one for Korean and I got like placed up because there's like um, beginner two intermediate levels and high level and I got placed like in one of the intermediates because it was hard yeah the test was so hard I was shocked and then I told my mom about it she was like oh, what do you mean like your Korean's so good I'm like no you think I'm good because I talk to you every day so you're used to me like chatting but mm-hmm. I can get by obviously but oh my god yeah. I so yeah I need to work on my native language too but <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of work and I didn't realize yeah. How much this sounds dumb, but like your brain require like languages take up a lot of brain space. Oh my god, yeah. I I <laughs> constantly practice and like when I'm gonna Peter just you know like in K dramas they go, yeah. Do you, I don't know if you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? He yeah, does yeah. It, like his favorite word and he does it like all the time. That's like is <laughs> like okay, you're not going anywhere with your Korean learning and I can't teach you so I'm like who am I going to practice Korean with Um, yeah you know Uh, do you talk to your dad and practice Chinese yeah actually we we have like Chinese class together like every week so oh wow that's really good yeah but uh, yeah sometimes like we don't actually do Chinese because then we end up talking about other things so (laughs) so I think it'll be good to have like a formal class where like I'm actually like you know doing it and it is it is from like well it's supposed to be from monday to friday like during the time that i told you but because like there hasn't really been like a class formally set up so 
I don't know, things might change. So I'll let you know if, yeah. if anything changes, but that sounds good. But ideally it should be like an hour and a half, like every day from Monday to Friday. Oh, so wow. yeah, it'll be like intense, but I think that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. No, that, nothing like that to uh, keep you on your toes at learning a language. I really, I yeah. really, it up. Oh, um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any other updates, so I okay. guess I'll chat with you in January. But yeah, what are you what are you guys doing for like Christmas and New Year? Um, just hanging out mostly. Um, we have uh, Jim's nephew and Jim's nephew's wife and Jim's nephew's wife's mother. <laughs> okay, <laughs> are coming over to ha- for Christmas dinner because um oh, okay. his nephew and his nephew's wife live in Halifax oh, so they live really close right yeah. now so they've like come over a few times for dinner and then her mother is visiting because like um because like uh her uh her brother is like away at school so her mother is like alone in Newfoundland right now so she mm-hmm. came over to visit um Halifax during the holidays so then they'll all come over Cause like we're all still in the Atlantic bubble of Canada, <laughs> so she doesn't need to quarantine. Like, oh. so it's kind of nice. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that's good that like other people are coming, so it'll be like something different. Yeah. How How about you? <laughs> Any special um, plans? No, I don't know if I don't even know if we'll be able to see like Peter's parents because of mm. like there's a new variant in COVID now. Mm. so like London and the South are in lockdown so I I no idea but like mm-hmm. to be honest like I'm actually fine not doing anything it's just that like everything's the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so and New Year's probably nothing like are you doing anything for New Year's no yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like I'm Skyping my family and stuff which is mm-hmm. nice but you know like I said it's just there's nothing celebratory to differentiate Mm-hmm. do you have everything. like a tree or something oh yeah yeah yeah. no we have mm-hmm. that going on but you know like like last year was in a different country you were in a different country mm-hmm. yeah different country like it was something special to mark the occasion and this year it's like i'm at home <laughs> yeah i mean it's kind of nice i'm glad that i'm staying with my parents now because like i think it does feel a little bit more special just because like I mean, even though it's, like, I've been with them, like, since, like, well, like March now. So it's, like, <laughs> it's not that different. But it does feel different, at least, that I can be with family. So that is yeah, kind of yeah. nice. You haven't had that in, like, a while. Yeah. Because usually I go to Taiwan for Christmas. So this is, yeah. like, the first time that I've been in Canada for Christmas in a really long time. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> yeah we'll see how it goes um could make yeah. something special to eat maybe like samgyetang <laughs> no i'm vegetarian oh you're vegetarian now? I, I told you this it was in my oh. newsletter update <laughs> i've been a vegetarian for like a year now oh my god get with the program <laughs> oh my god so, yeah we, really? yeah i mean well, like we have vegetarian samgyetang <laughs> Actually, we've been veganizing, like, Korean food and stuff. It is, like, oh, doable. But my dad's, like, <laughs> he just, I, I, we keep saying, like, no, we'll, like, veganize Korean food for you. He's, like, no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, like, 
we did make up my family and i made dandan noodles do you know like oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you wrote about yeah. this yeah 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 and then um we made it with like tofu Ooh. and it was yeah it was it was okay like it wasn't because we there's like a a veg a vegan tacos recipe that we have so we just used like the recipe for like the vegan taco yeah. meat and then made that and then put it in the dandan noodles it was it was decent. It was like I mean not as good as meat in my opinion, but like <laughs> but still pretty good. Yeah, I'll send it on to you. So if you want to try it out. Yeah, no, we'll try it. I mean you can't go wrong with well, to be honest, you can't go wrong with noodles and tofu in my opinion, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe yeah, others will expect to differ. But um yeah, yeah I mean I, I am grateful like we've we've closed up this year and you know, we're all safe and, and all of that. But mm-hmm. My brain is, uh, I need to force it to <laughs> expose it to different stimuli, I think. Because, <laughs> you know, yesterday, I don't know, but me, Sarish, and Serena, we were all like, oh, my God, everything's the same. But you seem like more sane than the rest of us. <laughs> I don't actually, know. Like, oh, you've gone on, like, mini breaks throughout this oh. time, though, right? That's yeah, probably yeah. why Canada's in a better situation than here. Oh my god. Actually it's not not Canada, just the Maritimes, just our like little bubble. Because things are actually pretty bad in Toronto and um Montreal. Oh no. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know how to react except just laugh deliriously because everywhere <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, like, oh, uh, anyways. Um but yeah, I'm I'm hoping like, you know, in 2021 that we get to go to Korea and then um, we want to swing by Taiwan. So Yay. hopefully, hopefully it'll happen. But yeah, <laughs> okay. We totally didn't talk about trick flicks, but I, I thought it was a good conversation. <laughs> it was very interesting to like hear your perspective. And I was scrambling to like think of comparable experience, but it was just nice to like listen to, to your yeah. thoughts. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think you do have comparable experiences with like, you know, I mean, any sort of skill that you do develop. So, you know, like with writing or with um, or with teaching or, you know, with whatever. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I think any type of skill that you develop, like you do end up having certain perspectives and ways of looking at things that are like unique to your experience and your skills. So that's true. And it'll be helpful for our pro- our secret project. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that. I think it'll go down really, really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, like, Merry Christmas. Happy yeah, holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hope you and your family are, are safe and take care. I will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.